In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. What a blessed day that we were able to have yet another baptism in our community. Another joyful event. And it might seem like a little bit of a, of a downer to have this to also be Judgment Sunday. But in reality, it's the perfect thing for us. And it's amazing how our Lord always provides for us exactly and precisely what it is that we need to hear in order to push us, in order to inspire us, in order to encourage us to live and to be the people that we desire to be, Lord willing, and the, the, the people that we need to be in order to truly be called Christians in this world. Because we have uh, this, uh, a beginning, we had a baptism with little Emmanuel and the chrismation with Carol, and then we have uh, the end, where we have the account of our Lord saying, when the Son of Man comes in his glory, and he tells the parable of the sheep and the goats. And so we have a beginning, and we have an end, and then Lord willing... We have an opportunity to be able to think and to say, well, what do I do in between? What do I do in that space and that time that I have between the beginning, between the time where I commit my life and myself to Christ and the judgment that is surely to come? Because, brothers and sisters, the judgment will come. We say in the, in the creed that we believe that he will come to, to judge the living and the dead. So we are mindful and prepare ourselves for that coming judgment. So what do we do? in order to be able to be counted among those who are counted as the sheep in this morning's gospel and not among those who are counted as the goats. What do we do in that time in between? Well, this, this particular parable, this passage that we have in this morning's gospel comes from the, the gospel of St. Matthew. And we've been studying the gospel of St. Matthew in our Wednesday night Bible study. We're not at chapter 25 yet. We're in the middle of chapter 11 somewhere. Uh, so we've got a little ways to go till we get to this passage. But we have covered a passage that has, I believe, uh, some helpful answers for us as to what are we to do in order to prepare ourselves to face the judgment. To face the judgment. Well, in Matthew chapter 7, which is during that beautiful passage of the Sermon on the Mount, which is Matthew chapters 5, 6, and 7... At the very beginning of Matthew chapter 7, our Lord says very clearly, Judge not that you be not judged. For with what judgment you judge, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. Judge not, and you yourself will not be judged. That is the answer. Now that might sound easy, but it is not easy. If you look at your bulletin this morning, the first quote on the very back of the bulletin is from St. Moses the Ethiopian, whose icon we have over here in the nave of the church. And he says, this is what it means not to judge. Do not have hostile feelings towards anyone. And do not let dislike dominate your heart. Do not hate him who hates his neighbor. And you know, it's that last one that really kind of hits home to me. Do not hate him who hates his neighbor. It doesn't say, do not hate him who hates you, but don't hate him who even hates that guy over there. And so we do not judge by 
making sure that we purge ourselves of these judge, judge, uh, judgmental thoughts. And I don't know about you, but I do this all of the time. I was in an airport this past week, and there's no better place than to sit and people watch and judge. <laughs> what is that guy doing? What is that person wearing? All of the things that, you, uh, that pass through your mind, those are the things that are the judgments that we have. And we judge people all of the time. We put labels on them. We put labels on them based on most of the time even one interaction that we might have had with them. Or we even put labels on people that we have never interacted with. People that we might have seen interact with someone else. We uh, judge them based on interactions that we might have heard about from other people. And so we do this all of the time. We pass judgment on others. We put labels on others. And we immediately then put ourselves into the place of the goats because when we are judging others, the same thing will be judged back to us. Can you imagine what people think and say about us as we walk through airports? We have to be very careful and conscientious about the way we interact with other people. So what is the antidote to all of that? How can we uh, attempt to... Uh, arrange our hearts so that we are not judging others, so that we are preparing ourselves for that great judgment. And of course, we saw it here this morning with the baptism that we had and with the chrismation that we had. Because the, the thing to do is to be a Christian first. To be a Christian first. We just sang the beautiful hymn, As many as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. And of course, If we know where that comes from in the scripture, St. Paul moves ahead from there and says, As many as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. And he says, There's neither Jew nor Greek. There's neither male nor female. But all are one in Christ Jesus. We are a Christian first. We are a Christian before we are male or female. We are a Christian before we are a son or a daughter. We are a Christian before we are a husband or a wife. We are a Christian before we are a priest or whatever profession we might have. We are a Christian first because when we are a Christian first and we use that as the only label upon ourselves, then we try to look at others in the same way as in the image and likeness of God and to see the face of Christ in them. And that's the secret. Because remember in the gospel this morning, we had those who were able to visit the sick and the imprisoned, who fed the hungry and who gave a drink to the thirsty and who clothed the naked. And they had no idea that they were doing that to God. They just did it because they saw the face of God in their neighbor. Not even because perhaps they felt like they needed to do it. Sometimes we feel like we do things because we just have to do them. But instead, the reason why they were so surprised is because they did it because they just love God and they love their neighbor. And those are the two great commandments. To love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and to love your neighbor as yourself. And when you label yourself as a Christian first, as one who has significantly put on Christ in our baptisms and in our chrismations, then we think of others in that way as well and we take a step towards not judging them, but instead loving them and making that act of love uh, towards them. And the best place for us to be able to mold that and ingrain that into our hearts 
is right here amongst the community of believers. Because first and foremost, when we gather together, we gather together to hear about the beautiful things that God has done for us. And therefore, we hear the immense love that he has for us. And we know the immense love that God has for us, then we ourselves can love him back. And then we are given the opportunity in the midst of the community to be able to love our neighbor. There are an infinite number of possibilities for us to be able to see and experience one another, to to help to feed one another. We have mercy meal signups to give clothing, pass down the hand-me-downs to all of the beautiful uh, babies that we have in the church, to uh, give drink to the thirsty, to visit those who are sick, even those who are in prison. But so much of the time we look at the others that are around us and think they're not worthy of my five dollars. I'd rather someone else have my coat, or they deserve what they get, and I'm not going to visit them. It is here in the community that we are able to work past all of that and to be able to ingrain in our hearts the ability to not judge others. There's one more quote that I want to draw your attention to on the back, and it's the one that is kind of pushed over on the side a little bit, and this is a beautiful one. It's talking about a monk, but you could take out the word monk and insert Man, woman, child, whatever it is, and it will fit. There's another story of a monk who lacked discipline. He was not a bad person, but he was quite lazy and not at all reliable. The other monks were frequently annoyed with him. Now, we have plenty of opportunities to be annoyed with one another in the community as well, don't we? While this lazy monk was on his deathbed, the other brothers came to visit him. They were surprised to see him in such good spirits. They probably wanted to save him. Are you not concerned, they asked him, that God's judgment will come upon you harshly for living such a lax life as a monk? He smiled and did not deny that he was far from exemplary, but he had one key defense. Our Lord said, judge not and you shall not be judged. Condemn not and you shall not be condemned. I have never judged a man for anything he has done Rather, I have looked upon all with simplicity and love. The brothers were speechless at his response and realized that though they had good works, they had neglected this crucial aspect of the spiritual life. The simple monk died in peace and went to paradise, and all of the brothers were edified. So we need those good works, but we need love and non-judgment as well, because those good works mean nothing if we don't have the love that comes along with it. If we judge others, we ourselves will face the judgment. Brothers and sisters, we do not want that. We want to be revealed to be the sheep. When the Lord, the shepherd, calls our name, we want to just immediately follow after him. And the only clear way to do that is to ingrain our life here in the church so that we can learn about God's love, so that we can learn how to love our neighbor as ourselves, and to strike away from us those judgmental thoughts that so constantly, constantly embattle us. So brothers and sisters, as we have seen a baptism and a chrismation today, think about your own baptism, your own chrismation. Reunite yourself to Christ. And know that between now and the judgment, we have one task. To love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And attach to that to love our neighbor as ourselves. And that means casting away all judgment, all labels, all of the things that separate and divide us. May we all 
take firm hold of our Christian faith and label that first and foremost so that we can avoid being cast away as the goats, but instead enter into the loving arms of our Lord and enter into his heavenly kingdom. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.